Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hey, they have uh, finally set the day, I guess, for uh, Steve Baker from The Blaze, Blaze journalist Steve Baker, to turn himself in. Uh, that day has finally been announced. Thank God. Yeah, he's been around I, these offices. Well, he's dangerous, you man. You believe he's been on the streets all this time? An insurrectionist just in the studios right. all the time. Yeah. This guy, I mean, just you look at his eyes. He's just wild. <laughs> <laughs> Ter- we're all terrified working with this guy. So we'll tell you when the streets will be safe yeah. uh, again. For democracy. <laughs> uh, coming up in one minute. Well, I like my steak. Well, I mean, and everything else I want to buy. Made in America. Made in America. While a lot of the meat of the grocery store has a little flag on it, it says product of the USA, that could mean that they just put it in the styrofoam tray. I'm not, I'm not making that up. It means they may have trimmed some of the fat here in America. Uh, right now, an overwhelming number of the meat in our stores is from overseas. We've got to stop this. Why would we be importing beef from China, from Brazil? Why would we be doing that at the same time putting our ranchers out of business? This is where Good Ranchers comes in. Pick up your box and use the promo code BECK. Enjoy $240 worth of free bacon. Now, you can stock your fridge with easy-to-prepare, delicious American meat all year long. This is coming from the rancher in your area, unless you live in New York. It's coming from the ranches and the farmers all around. You get beef, pork, chicken, bacon. uh, You get fish. Whatever you're looking for. The weekly essentials box is full of pre-trimmed beef and chicken. It'll help you prepare a meal and save you time without sacrificing the flavor or the quality. So whatever you're looking for, GoodRanchers.com. Make sure to subscribe today. Use the promo code BECK and claim $240 in free bacon right now. GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. Uh, All right, Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, Looks like Blaze News investigative journalist Steve Baker must now turn himself in to the FBI on Friday. On Friday. Now, initially they said before Christmas, then it, around Christmas they said, nah, it'd be after Christmas. Then they said January, they gave him a January date, and then they put that off too. I don't know. Maybe they'll put this date off as well. But uh, for now, it looks like Friday morning he needs to turn himself in in Dallas. Uh, and uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him. They said it. they're probably not going to detain him. It'll be in an in and out kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's hard to know what this is about. Now, we we I, we don't know what Steve Baker did inside that building. I mean, he's a, a, a very aggressive person. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, this guy's the calmest guy in the world, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you talk to him and you realize that immediately. He's a guy who's you know, been a journalist for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an independent journalist that day. And he was working there. By the way, there are cameras all over this building. They know exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure those cam- those that that footage will come to light at some point soon, mm-hmm. um, and you'll be able to judge for yourself if he did anything wrong. Now, of course, to be clear, you might think, well, going in there at all is a problem, and they could theoretically charge everyone that went into the building, right? They could with some sort of misdemeanor crime of trespassing or parading or whatever you want to do. 
including, by the way, the New York Times journalists that were inside taking pictures and many other mainstream media publications. Except they haven't. They haven't charged with any, of, any them. of them. Yeah. Any of the left-wing journalists, any of the mainstream journalists that were in there, they haven't charged at all. They've only gone after conservative journalists. And, and like, you know, look, some people may claim, ah, I'm just a journalist. I swear, that's I'm, I'm journalistically beating up this police officer. I, I can understand why you might be skeptical of those claims. However... I don't think anyone is actually skeptical of Steve's claim that he was a journalist there. He's, you know, he's been, you know, doing this stuff for a very long time. You know, he, his work is well known. Mm-hmm. And again, there's footage from what he did in the Capitol. I mean, look, if we find footage of Steve uh, slugging a police officer, I'm going to tell him he should go to jail. You know, but I don't think we're going to find that. No, I don't think, I don't we think are. so. I don't think we are. Uh, and, you know, his lawyer said this is really unusual for them to go this route. Because they didn't have to. It's no. he's charged with misdemeanors. Yep. He just told him it's it's misdemeanor charges. So why are you doing this? It's very bizarre that they'd have an arrest warrant for him from misdemeanors. And really, he just entered the Capitol. He filmed what was going on. He's a journalist. Journalist, that's what they do. Um, and again, the New York Times journalists aren't charged with anything. No. So why? And and by the way, his footage has been used all over the place. All the, over. Are those do those places get you know by, by mainstream media institutions? Are they are those places going to get charged? No, no. And of, of course, course that's not. part of the problem. He's he's shown especially lately with the pipe bomb footage that he's shown. Yeah, where they moved the cameras away uh, as soon as the the pipe bombs were found and detonated. Oh, all of a sudden, the cameras were moved about 90 degrees away from what happened there. That's interesting. And oddly, you'll you'll oh. note that January 6th does not mean January 6th, 2024, right? It's not like right. this happened and in a couple yeah. months they charged. They waited years and years until he uncovered this information to, to bring him in. They, they threatened Jeez. him with all sorts of legal uh, outcomes uh, over the years, but they are waiting till now... 2024 this is 2021 we're talking about it's three years ago yeah why are they waiting three years if this guy's this danger to society i mean again they have cameras on every inch of this property this reminds me of them getting the amish milk farmer off the streets because that guy was dangerous oh yeah yeah they finally the fbi showed up and arrested him got him off that farm put him in jail because he's been selling raw milk and uh i for one feel a lot safer knowing that mm-hmm. he's not on the streets or farms of America doing that same thing right now. Phew. I sleep better at night knowing that. I'll sleep the same way when uh, <laughs> when Steve Baker is finally put away. Put away for good. Put away. That's what we need. And, you know, look, it's just, I don't know if this is a show. I don't know if they're saying, sending a signal, hey, stop talking about this and this will go away. Yeah. Seems like that's the signal they've been it talking about for a long like time. That. He has it no does. interest in that deal. Uh, Steve no, is, I think he's pretty, wants the truth out. Pretty well proven that. Yeah. And I will say this as well. You look at his coverage of, uh, was the Oath Keepers trial, mm-hmm. where he showed, you know, multiple inconsistencies on the testimony that not only paints the, the narrative that many of us care about, right? Like uh, what the truth was about this day and what happened. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's true. But also like individual people who were put in prison because of these trials. And we're not given access to the footage that would have exonerated them. Like, I, 
Yeah. These people, like, you, you can watch, this could be the subject of a Netflix documentary. This could be the next Making a Murderer. I mean, maybe not as, uh, uh, you know, the, the stakes aren't as high as there was no murder. But still, like, you could have a, a Innocence Project type of approach to this and show that these guys, I mean, they were lying under oath to get these guys convicted. And he's already shown, this is all on The Blaze. I mean, look, you know, if you don't subscribe to The Blaze, I would encourage you to. I mean, Steve's work is a great example as to what is coming from uh, from the Blaze. You go to uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. That gives you 20 bucks off and it gives you access to all the shows. Uh, Stu Does America, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, the Glenn Beck radio program, Glenn Beck TV program, so many others, Mark Levin. Uh, you know, there's just, a you know, uh, Sarah Gonzalez has a new show that I think you really will like. There's a ton of shows out there uh, that you're going to love. But it also gives you access to this the new website and the print journalism that is going on. And these are investigations that the mainstream media won't do. We complain about this all the time. We always say we want this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the blaze is doing it right now. I mean, this is the, all the stuff you're getting about January 6th. The actual uh, investigation is coming from largely Steve Baker, uh, one guy who's uh, works mm-hmm. for the blaze and is about to go to, you know, get arrested. <laughs> you know, and, and, and if you've seen this stuff, you probably have, you've seen it from, congressmen have been talking about it why do you think they're talking about it they're talking about it because of steve's work Mm -hmm. that's why they know about it in the first place yeah and so you know it is important and if you if you have an extra few bucks if you don't you don't that's you know it's okay uh but if you have an extra few bucks and you think that this stuff is valuable please subscribe blaze tv.com slash glenn and the promo code is glenn also, in a somewhat related story a judge in california just threw out charges against two far-right political agitators saying the federal government engaged in selective prosecution by charging right-wing rioters, but not the far-left agitators they fought against, uh, who did the exact same thing. Robert Rundo and Robert Bowman attended a pro-Trump free speech rally in Berkeley in April of 2017 as members of Rise Against Movement, or RAM. It was a far-right white nationalist group that engaged in violence against left-wing groups like Antifa. One of those groups was by any means necessary BAMN, which would descend upon right-wing events to shut them down and start fights. Antifa and related far-left groups decided they needed to shut this down. They came prepared for violence, bringing weapons, including pepper spray, fireworks, knives, and homemade bombs, according to uh, Judge Cormac Carney. Uh, and they used those weapons as well as their bodies against Trump supporters and law enforcement. But they didn't charge any of them. They charged the right-wing people, uh, protesters. Interesting. If only this could transpire with January 6th as well, uh, you might be onto something here. Wouldn't, wouldn't mm. that be nice? If, I don't know, justice, if there was equal justice under the law. Hmm, something we talk about all the time, but see uh, kind of rarely, increasingly rarely lately. Uh, pretty amazing. Also, a majority of voters recognize uh, that Democrats and their lawfare against Trump is political election interference. Hmm. I mean, that's how blatant the Democrats have been in this unequal treatment 
of uh, of the right as opposed to the left. But a majority of voters think Democrats are engaged in lawfare to knock former President Donald Trump out of the race. Isn't that kind of what they were accusing him of? Trying to yeah. get people out of the race or or in, interfere with an election? And it's just exactly what they're doing to him right now. Uh, trying desperately to get him off ballots. More than half of voters, though, believe Democrats are using the government and the legal system in biased ways to take out their political opponent. That's according to a new Harvard Caps Harris poll. When asked the question, do you think Democrats today are engaged in lawfare, a campaign using the government and the legal system in biased ways to take out a political opponent, or do you think the prosecutions of Donald Trump are fair and unrelated to politics? 58% agreed the prosecution uh, was unfair, compared to 42% who said the indictments are fair. So 58-42. When pollsters flipped the order of the question, a majority still said Trump legal woes are a Democrat strategy to take out a political opponent, opponent with uh, 45% disagreeing. So America is starting to wake up to this, and they're starting to see what's going on, not only with January 6th, but with Donald Trump and um, and with people like these these two people in uh, these two guys in California who are doing the same thing the left the Antifa mm-hmm. protesters were doing, and it's starting to have an effect. Uh, people are waking up to this. Uh, it's good to know. Yeah, and this is one of the reasons I'm highly skeptical of polls that claim that a decent amount of Republican voters will bail on Trump if he's convicted of a felony? Oh, I don't think so at all. I don't buy it. I you don't, don't think either? so at all. Uh, th- yeah. I t- I, no. I, I th- I'm sure some will. There will be few. But I, I, don't, I don't think that number is going to be particularly high. Maybe if he goes high. to prison, if, if people yeah, I think believe that's different. That I do think that's different. Yeah. If he actually went to prison, which I don't think there's really any chance of before the election. No, I don't think I, so I don't either. think that's possible. Uh, it's it's possible, but it's unlikely. Um, if he doesn't even if go he to... did, what would it be? It would be like ho- either home arrest or it would be, I don't know. But I do think that could change people's opinions. I, mean, I, I think people have an aesthetic distaste for, for voting for someone who's in prison. <laughs> you know, I just think that's just yeah, a I think that's thing. legitimate, yeah. Um, but I do think that like the people who are just saying, ah, you know, he got convicted of a felony, like in the documents case. Oh, he really kept those documents longer than he was supposed to or whatever. I find it highly skeptical that they will not talk themselves into, eh, wasn't that big of a deal. That brings up kind of another interesting question as to, uh, okay, let's say he's convicted of a, a felony, doesn't go to prison before the election, gets elected. They're still planning to put him in prison for whatever offense he's been found guilty of. Can he pardon himself? I think he can from anything I th- federal. Uh, I think, I think he can. literally uh, and legally he can. Yes, I think the state yeah. stuff would be more complicated. That I would don't. Be. Now there are yeah. some people who argue he could even excuse himself from the state thing. I want to say Mark Levin makes this argument, and you know, he, Mark is really mm. smart. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I think that would be. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, I think it would be very difficult though to uh, to do that. I don't think he'd be able to. On the other hand, I also don't think that would it would be allowed for him to go to prison if he was actually president. <laughs> I think that that would they would push yeah, off the sentence or something until after yeah. his term. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it would actually happen. Again, this is all ridiculous speculation, and I think the people, generally speaking, will come down on the side of, "Hey, this is this is." targeting they're going after this guy in a way that i don't think any, any yep. of us thought was possible 15 years ago like i don't think oh, you'd even right. thought as bad as the democrats were you wouldn't think oh they're gonna try to throw throw their opponents in prison because it just <laughs> looks too bad right like 
they don't they're care trying anymore. They're they trying. just don't care. More coming up in one minute. Isn't it interesting that the country which has been working the hardest to undermine our country in so many ways for decades is also the country that makes the majority of our medicine? Yay! Isn't this a great Yay! idea? It's a good way of formatting things for us. Um, for, I don't know, apparently no good reason. Medication shortages just seem to happen out of thin air. And a lot of this has to do with, you know, so much of our medication is in China and we have all sorts of supply chain issues. And if things turn tough, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think China is going to do? Manufacturing uh, is an issue that we're all considering. And in the meantime, it's important to take this problem into your own hands. And you can do that with the Jace case by Jace Medical. It's a pack of different antibiotics that you use to treat a host of bacterial illnesses in case of an emergency. And this is something that you can keep in your home or it's ready for use in a situation where you otherwise can't get medication that you need. It's also great for just travel and to just be prepared. If things in the supply chain get worse, it's going to be the vast majority of vital medicines that could be in short supply. So don't delay. Time could be short. Go to jacemedical.com and enter the code back at checkout for a discount on your order. The promo code is back at jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E medical.com. It's jacemedical.com. 10 seconds, station ID. And it's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK. Glenn, I guess, lost his voice. Yesterday, he did. Yeah, at the end of the show, he was out for the last hour. Couldn't he just was losing it, and it could basically, apparently, completely went overnight. So we hope he's going to be back tomorrow. But obviously, it's hard to do a radio show without a voice. People have noticed this over the years. Oh, it's getting weird. easier with really? AI. Yeah, uh, you yeah. can just now just simulate the voice, and maybe we'll do that uh, later in the week. Okay. But as of right now, Glenn, okay. we expect to be a fully human <laughs> host at some point uh, here in the next couple of days. That is possible though. We th- huh. it, All right. It is legitimately possible now. You could you could host a show with AI. I think you could. And right? probably get away. With I, it. I think that's actually kind of happening right yeah. now. I think people are trying it. And uh it's pretty interesting. One day we should just do it cuz then we could just stay home. Like I mean again like the AI, AI might destroy that. the world but like not by next Tuesday. Save you some work though along yeah. the way. And we could just, nice. just stay home and just you know watch the the replay of the BYU Kansas game, for example, <laughs> over and over and over again. I'm not opposed to that, right? As I think you probably know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you'd watch any Philadelphia Eagles victory that. Uh, do you know how many times? Somewhat unexpected. Do you have any idea how many times I've watched the Super Bowl the, that they won? How many times from beginning? No, to but end? I'd, I'd love to times. know. Uh, is it over ten? Yes, times? it's over ten. It's and, over ten. Yes, it's over ten. Okay, and it's also uh, <laughs> I've made you know. I went to the game with my son. It was, it was the first football game he ever went to. He's an Eagles fan. And the first football game he ever went to was their Super Bowl victory uh, over the New England Patriots. So I made videos of that whole trip and I had it awesome. edited together to like a 20-minute trip video. And I'm we've not watched sure I that. knew you took him to that. Oh, yeah. I missed oh, one that's of the, cool. I mean, it is legitimately one of the best, the best days of my life. I mean, and I mean that with <laughs> every bit of 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 honesty it is I'm i sure yeah it, i mean yeah. just the, the watching them win that game was absolutely incredible and then, your, and then my your son's son being there, there and that's it was really his cool. first game and like it's cool again i've worked really hard to lock him into being an eagles fan yeah, my dad I, uh, I loved him to death he passed away years ago but he was unsuccessful in making me a giants fan mm. and i vowed from the <laughs> moment of birth i would do everything i can to lock him into being a philadelphia eagles fan the rest of his life and i gotta say 
making the first game he ever went to the Super Bowl that they win the first one ever. That helped. That's about as good as you can do. I, yeah. I feel like my parenting yeah. life is just, I, what else can I possibly do here what with What is parenting? he, 11? He's now 12. 12 now? It's insanity. Is, and he's a huge Eagles huge fan. Huge Eagles fan. Huge Eagles fan. And a huge Blue fun. Jays fan, too. Really which fun. I, Which, again, which makes not, not absolutely easy. zero sense no. for either of you. For but, either of okay. us. But it does. It All is right. my reality, and he's a big Blue Jays fan as well. I mean, so. you are a Canadian sports, sports celebrity. Celebrity. Yes. My official title. <laughs> so it's, it was a good, that was a good day. You had a good day last night. I will say, also, yes. happy uh, Bitcoin 60,000 day to those who celebrate. Um, Especially those who bought at 300. Yes. Or three. What, I mean, it was some people bought you. it three dollars. It was available for you to buy it at three hundred. Did you do available? it? How much did you buy? All together? Yeah, yeah, all together. All if you added all up, all I the purchases, all up, around three hundred dollars. Carry the per, one price. Bring down the and zero none dollars. <laughs> zero investment in that. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. it does. Um, it does. But it sums up my entire investing history. Career. Of investment, uh, my whole portfolio. It sums it up really, really nicely. Mm-hmm. So, sure does. Yeah, none, zero, zero. <laughs> oh. Glenn Beck. A good night's sleep can be hard to come by sometimes. You get to the end of the evening, and it's just hard to shut the old brain down. You know, all the worries and cares that, uh, that go on during the day can get you keyed up to the point where that sleep is about impossible. You can't live like that. You got to have good rest so you can face all the worries and cares that will come with tomorrow because tomorrow is probably going to be worse than uh, than today. So what can you do? Relief factor sleep. Uh, this is the, uh, you know, there's re- just like re- regular relief factor that you take for pain. Relief factor sleep is 100% drug free. You get the good sleep that you really need without feeling like you got hit by a truck the next morning. And this is a blend of natural ingredients. It's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress improving mood, and promoting relaxation. Glenn uses this all the time. He, he loves it. And of course, he feel the difference from the first night. So why not give it a shot? The first bottle is only nineteen ninety five. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Or you can go to relieffactor.com. Sleep is so vital. And research keeps showing this over and over again. You got to get the sleep that you need. So use Relief Factor Sleep. It's relieffactor.com or 800, the number four, relief. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Steve Dace, Jason Whitlock, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. Pat and Stu for Glenn, whose uh, voice is not doing well today. Uh, hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, a list of the most woke companies in America has just been released by the ACVF, which is uh, the uh, American Conservative Values Foundation. I like it. He I came up with something. something. I don't know if it's yeah. right, but he came up with one. And I was like worried. It could be, right? You got in the middle of it. I wasn't sure you had an <laughs> <laughs> you could see the end of the road there, but you did it. <laughs> um, Walt Disney, the most woke company wow. in America, Number, according the to the most ACB. Woke most com- woke. That's, it's su- right. that's surprising. It is. I wonder what the, what is the I mean, theory? I know they're woke, but the oh, most? Yeah, yeah like, jeez. Uh, there are, like, overtly left-wing co- I mean, Ben & Jerry's comes to mind. It's like an yeah. overtly oh, left-wing yeah. company, right? right. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, there are companies that are explicitly marketing only to liberals, Right. Where Disney yeah. is not doing that. I mean, in a way, I think they're worse because they're not doing that, right? Like, I would rather mm-hmm. have a company being honest and like, mm-hmm. hey, we're left-wingers, this is what we do, 
Disney's like, hey, we're here for the safety of your children. And they're like, by the way, we're going to work in all this left-wing propaganda. I think that's worse. So maybe that's how they're doing this uh, analysis. Yes, that could be. Um, Number two, Target. Definitely left-wing. Yeah. Um, And number three. I mean, these are the big names, but I'm surprised at the top of this list. Get this one. BlackRock, only third. That surprises me. I I would put BlackRock at the top of Mm. this. Uh, their CEO is probably as woke and obviously woke as you can possibly get. He's the one that claims that they're trying to change your behavior, and he's openly talking about that. Mm. Yeah, we need to change behaviors. Uh, no? How about no? Um, at number four, Alphabet, you know, which Google. is Google, of course. By the way, uh, Google is a big one, and I... I on last night's Stu Does America, I talked to Aaron McIntyre about this. Mm-hmm. He was outlining just how deep this goes because people were talking about how the Google Gemini AI photo creation was, you know, like it would, wouldn't give you a white person no matter what you did. It'd be like, okay, show me a Viking. And it gives you like a black person and an, an, an Asian and an Indian, uh, a Native American <laughs> oh, and right. Indian. Like it's just like right. they will not, you know, give you a white person. And like th- what we... Now, one of the things Jeez. I we talked about was that this is this is the mistake here is not that it did this. It's that it did this so overtly like this was supposed right. to be subtle and you weren't supposed to notice and it was supposed to give you this woke stuff without really setting off alarm bells. And it did set off alarm bells because it was so bad. But his point was and I, <laughs> this is scary and you know this if you're a parent. Google has worked really hard to nestle itself into the education system in this country. If you have kids, you know, a lot of their work is done on Google Classroom, Google Documents. Uh, right. Um, and all of this is going to be filtered through Google. How they search for the information is Google. They're not going to the library, right? Like they're going mm-hmm. through Google. Mm-hmm. All this information they're learning. And then the other pathway is also open because all the work they're submitting is going through Google systems. When they're submitting their work and they want to get their grades from their teachers, it's all on Google systems in almost all public schools and many private schools. Yeah. So something really to think about, I encourage you to go back and watch that interview, uh, Stu Does America, youtube.com slash Stu Does America with Aaron McIntyre yesterday. Okay, so Google or Alphabet, number four. At number five, Meta or Facebook, uh, very woke. At number mm-hmm. six, Starbucks. I mean, no surprise there. They've always no. been... No. They've always been among the uh, most woke corporations. Then you got Bank of America. That's a mild number surprise, seven. maybe that high mild. list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and number eight, Nike. Okay. Yeah. Again, you know, right. you think they'd be on the list? Mm-hmm. Number nine, Coca-Cola. Wow, these are all. I get this. Must be all like Fortune 500 companies only, or something. Yeah, these the are biggest, all really big, ones. the biggest companies that are woke. Yeah, yeah, I would mm-hmm. say so because these are all gigantic. Yep, uh, megaliths. Um, Apple at number ten, rounding out the top ten. Mm-hmm. Then Pfizer, mm-hmm. Amazon, mm-hmm. Microsoft, Walmart surprises me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess again, if you're talking about the fact that they have some woke tendencies, that wouldn't surprise me. The fact that they're number fourteen on the list of most woke companies does kind of surprise me. And Netflix round out the top 15. Yeah. I mean, I, it's interesting what their, you know, what their uh, criteria is. Like, you know, for example, like the New York Times isn't on the list. Yeah. Right? Like the New York Times is pretty right. darn woke. 
Yeah, right? but they're not gigantic but companies they're not gigantic, like this. So it may so just be just massive, massive I would companies. say this must be Fortune 500 yeah. or better. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, That's an interesting list. list. Interesting. It's an interesting list. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of the New York Times and how woke they are, have you seen this story from <laughs> uh, Adam Rubenstein? Uh, he is a r- writer and was an mm. editor at the New York Times. Yeah, this is the guy who is kind of doing a tell-all yeah. about them. He was the guy who edited uh, the opinion piece written by Tom Cotton for the New York Times, where he called for troops to be de- deployed legally to uh, quell the unrest in the cities around the George Floyd time. Yeah, And this created a situation that wound up getting the op-ed uh, manager blown out. Um, it, it created all sorts of, of craziness there. And again, it was such a stupid issue. And the article goes through the, the entire process here. A U.S. senator submits an idea uh, for a, 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 an op-ed, and he writes one that is being supported by more than 50% of the country, mm-hmm. is legal, and has been utilized by past presidents. Uh, you know, all the things that are make it relatively normal, maybe a little provocative, but that's the whole point of an opinion page. And he edits it and... You know, the the people, the, the AOC wing of the um, New York Times goes crazy. And they say, like, how can this be happening? You're targeting blackness. I feel unsafe just being here that this was approved. And, of course, he's in the same Slack channels reading all these messages. He goes through all of it. It's worth your time to read his entire story, which has now been written by The Atlantic. And The Atlantic, of course, has also been guilty of this exact same crap. They did this to Kevin Williamson. When he, they went back and found tweets about abortion or something that they didn't like. They hired him and fired him immediately. So they are not good on this issue either. One thing they are well known for is fact-checking their stories, though. The Atlantic is very well known for a, an anno- a borderline annoying fact-checking process where they go through and, and ask lots of questions about basic things you put in your articles. That doesn't mean everything they write is true by any means, by our standards or by the truth standards, but they do have a... If you just you can't just write some BS story without having some evidence of it. So, of all the stuff in this story from Adam Rubenstein, the the thing that's getting the most attention is the start, and this is how the story begins. One of my first days at the New York Times, I went to an I orientation. Love this story. It's amazing. Love this story with more than a dozen new hires. We had to do an icebreaker, mm-hmm. pick a starburst out of a jar, and then answer a question. My starburst was pink, I believe. Of course, there. By the way, it's all pink is always the right answer with Starburst. Mm-hmm. What, what lunatic would pick a different flavor? <laughs> pink is obviously the best Starburst flavor by a, a large margin. My Starburst was pink, I believe, so I had to answer the pink prompt, which had me respond with my favorite sandwich. Okay, so some dumb BS HR thing. You're in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's get to know you. What's your favorite sandwich? So. He says... He was afraid to say his favorite sandwich. Right. Because it was too bougie. Right. Russ and Daughter's Super Heebster came to mind. But I figured mentioning a $19 sandwich wasn't a great way to win new friends. Now, I, mm. I don't know if you had the same curiosity I did, but I wondered what the hell is Russ and Daughter's Super Heebster? What yeah, is the sandwich? I didn't, I didn't know. I've looked it up for But you. I did not look it up. By the way, you can order this to your home. Oh. No matter where you are in the country. All right. The Super Heebster. It'll cost a little more than $19, it's more than I imagine, $19, to have it yes. delivered. Uh, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too, too much more. Uh, the Super Heapster is white fish and baked salmon salad, mm. horseradish dill cream cheese. No, thank you. Wasabi-infused <laughs> flying fish roe on a bagel. 
That what? does not sound appealing to me at all. <laughs> no. uh, I gotta uh, say, no, that does not no, sound good you. to me. I, I love, I love New York bagels, but that, no, weird fish. I, I don't understand any of that stuff. My wife will eat lox sometimes. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Okay, so that is just an aside. Um, and by the way, you can get that uh, six bagels with all the trimmings to make those sandwiches mm-hmm. for one hundred and sixty dollars. Oh wow, that's so you can get well that then. shipped to you if if you if you're interested. <laughs> Okay, so he, he okay. doesn't want to say the expensive sandwich. Uh-huh. So he blurts out the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. And he's like, I considered the ice broken. The HR representative leading the order, or orientation chided me. incredible. We don't do that here. They hate gay people. End oh quote. People started snapping their fingers in acclamation. Now remember, why are they snapping their fingers? Because clapping can be jarring. Yeah. So they stopped doing this. Yeah, and right. now they do... <laughs> can you imagine the so idiocy ridiculous. of this scene right I, can, I mean non-stop no. idiocy yeah uh people started snapping their fingers in acclamation that hey they recognize chick-fil-a hates gay people uh i ha- i hadn't been thinking about the fact that chick-fil-a was transgressive in liberal circles for its chairman's opposition to gay marriage not on the politics the chicken i quickly said but it was too late too late i sat down yeah, yeah. ashamed <laughs> as well you should <laughs> right now What's fascinating about this is immediately everybody on the left started saying that's BS. That story's not true. Now, of course, they defend the Atlantic every other time in their fact-checking process. Mm-hmm. But uh, they came out. Ida Bay Wells mm-hmm. said it never happened. Um, uh, Bill Gruskin, I will swear on a stack of AP style books that this is perfectly acceptable for editors, even in the Atlantic, to both fact-check in-person anecdotes and to tell your readers that you did that, basically accusing them for not fact-checking. Now, of course... Barry Weiss, who was at the New York Times, says what those editors would find is that every word here is true. Adam Robinstein told me and other colleagues at this story when it happened. Um, John Levine said, for what it's worth, Adam Rubenstein told me the chicken sandwich story in 2019. Uh, Evan, uh, Evan Kriege, I guess is the name. I have as clear a day as memory of having lunch with Adam Rubenstein in New York City in October 2019. Were they ask, eating at the heapster? The, I think the, maybe they were. That's true. Uh, the super heapster. Super heapster. Yeah, you don't want the regular heapster. No, they, no, no, you just no. Go, you gotta it's go not super, the same. No, you got to go it's super heapster. Asking about his new job at the New York Times, he told me the exact same story then. Multiple people have come out. And of course, that's what they did. The, the Atlantic, to fact check this story, went and they have now come out and said, we went to multiple people who had evidence of this story happening mm. at the time. It would be very difficult. To tell people this story in 2019, assuming, I guess, in the future you mm-hmm. may need it right. to embarrass the New York Times. It would be weird right. to do that, but theoretically possible with the time machine and a flux capacitor. Likely. Yeah, not not likely. Right. Unless so. you know Doc Brown, I doubt it happened. It so, just goes to show that everything we believe and say about the New York Times is true, and then some. And getting worse. And getting worse. You know, I mean... The fact that, like, you know, Barry Weiss, who's not a conservative. No, not at all. She is, like, you know, she's, for at least as long as I've known, a Democrat. You know, again, mm-hmm. sensible, moderate, uh, and, you know, really smart on a lot of stuff. But, like, not like some hardcore liberal. And the fact that she was, like, just ran out of there and started her own thing because it was so bad at the New York Times. This has happened with yeah. so many people. And that, yeah. and what's scary about this is, uh, I read, I, I and let me, uh, and I'm going to get philosophical here with you, Pat, but uh, mm. uh, back in, about 20 years ago, John Mayer released a song and it was called, um, 
waiting on the world to change, I think it was called. Mm. And mm-hmm. at the time, it was basically this like, you know, gen, maybe millennial, I don't know what he is, millennial, Gen X. Uh, thing about the iraq war iraq war is bad and we're going to wait on the world to change eventually we'll get control and we won't do these mean war things but like (sighs) the the point of this is he was kind of right because eventually these lunatics who are who've been taught by our education system are going to grow up and have control of this stuff and it's happening in the media first because that's where the most liberal people are and now the new york times Mm. is overwhelming the old school liberal journalists who used to just be liberal but at least wanted to give you the facade they were they were journalists and now they're defeating them and getting them fired i mean this is the road we're going down is a dark one pat dark it is it is uh and that's more than i ever knew about uh john mayer's music Right there uh, in one fell swoop. So thank you for sharing. I, I, I only hope to educate. Not uh, as up on my John Mayer music as I probably should be. And, and now I'm enlightened. Appreciate You're up on you. Foreigner, though. Yes. Who well, may be going definitely. into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> definitely right. Mm-hmm. 888-900-888-727-BECK. Uh, More coming up in If you're a gun owner, you know as well as I do, there's nothing quite as satisfying as hitting what you're aiming at. You want to do that in all circumstances. Uh, And you also know that in order to do that on a regular basis, you have to practice a lot. How do you do that without spending a fortune on ammunition? What you need is a way to get in good practice, whether you're using live ammo or not, and you'll love the Mantis X. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system used widely by the military and helps you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone via Bluetooth. And then whether, you know, whether you're firing actual rounds or even just dry fire practicing, it will give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's like having that firearms instructor right in your front pocket. And just importantly, it's going to save you a lot of money. So be a responsible gun owner and increase your competence and confidence today with Mantis X. Get yours at MantisX.com. MantisX.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. Stu, uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, hey, if uh, you're yes. looking for a delicious cookie, I am. If I might just be so bold, yeah, as to well, say, where would I get one? Kexi.com, K E K S I. It's like sexy, only with a K, uh, with a couple of K's because sexy is not spelled with a K at all. Uh, but uh, right. Kexi.com, uh, we're, we got our new March uh, rollout coming up day after tomorrow, but you can still get the February cookies right now and they're absolutely the best on earth they are kexi.com confirmed yeah fact check true also make sure you're listening to pat gray unleashed uh tomorrow morning bright and early fact check mostly true yes you're not there every morning well okay 
every Monday through Friday. Well, there you go. Monday through Friday. Uh, also, Studios America, of course. Uh, every every. When does uh, that happen? That happens at 8 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV. But you can also get it podcast whenever you'd like. But if I don't live in the East, what am I supposed to do? You just uh, tune in at eight. I've missed the show. You watch it on demand, Pat. Always available for you, and okay. also on YouTube. Uh, so check it out: YouTube.com/slash Stu Does America. What if also... I don't like the fact that they've edited everything you said that day? <laughs> well, then, then what do you do? Probably go to BlazeTV.com/slash. Okay. I'm sh- I right. for one am shocked. Our Israel versus Hamas bit has not been excommunicated. It has been demonetized from YouTube, oh, it but was? it's still up there. So All while right. it while it is up there, go go check it out. YouTube.com slash Stu Does America. The Glenn Beck Program.